Hello and welcome to Father Luke's homilies. This homily was preached in the Catholic parish of Brandon and Mildenhall for the fifth Sunday of Lent on the 29th of March 2020. In today's Gospel, we reflect on the beautiful humanity of our Saviour and how that humanity and compassion leads us to encounter God in the most transformative of ways. God bless you. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to John. There was a man named Lazarus who lived in the village of Bethany with the two sisters, Mary and Martha, and he was ill. It was the same Mary, the sister of the sick man Lazarus, who anointed the Lord with ointment and wiped his feet with her hair. The sisters sent this message to Jesus. Lord, the man you love is ill. On receiving the message, Jesus said, This sickness will end not in death, but in God's glory, and through it the Son of God will be glorified. Jesus loved Martha and her sister and Lazarus, yet when he heard that Lazarus was ill, he stayed where he was for two more days before saying to the disciples, Let us go to Judea. The disciples said, Rabbi, it is not long since the Jews wanted to stone you. Are you going back again? Jesus replied, Are there not twelve hours in the day? A man can walk in the daytime without stumbling because he has the light of this world to see by. But if he walks at night, he stumbles because there is no light to guide him. He said that and then added, Our friend Lazarus is resting. I am going to wake him. The disciples said to him, Lord, if he is able to rest, he is sure to get better. The phrase Jesus referred to, the death of Lazarus, but they thought that by rest he meant sleep. So Jesus put it plainly, Lazarus is dead. And for your sake, I am glad I was not there, because now you will believe. But let us go to him. Then Thomas, known as the twin, said to the other disciples, Let us go too and die with him. On arriving, Jesus found that Lazarus had been in the tomb for four days already. Bethany is only about two miles from Jerusalem, and many Jews had come to Martha and Mary to sympathise with them over their brother. When Martha heard that Jesus had come, she went to meet him. Mary remained sitting in the house. Martha said to Jesus, If you had been here, my brother would not have died, but I know that even now, whatever you ask of God, he will grant you. Your brother, said Jesus to her, will rise again. Martha said, I know he will rise again at the resurrection on the last day. Jesus said, I am the resurrection and the life. If anyone believes in me, even though he dies, he will live. And whoever lives and believes in me will never die. Do you believe this? Yes, Lord, she said. I believe that you are the Christ, the Son of God, the one who was to come into this world. When she had said this, she went and called her sister Mary, saying in a low voice, The Master is here and wants to see you. Hearing this, Mary got up quickly and went to him. Jesus had not yet come into the village. He was still at the place where Martha had met him. 
When the Jews, who were in the house sympathising with Mary, saw her get up so quickly and go out, they followed her, thinking that she was going to the tomb to weep there. Mary went to Jesus, and as soon as she saw him, she threw herself at his feet, saying, Lord, if you had been here, my brother would not have died. At the sight of her tears, and those of the Jews who followed her, Jesus said in great distress, with a cry that came straight from the heart, Where have you put him? They said, Lord, come and see. Jesus wept. And the Jews said, See how much he loved him. But there were some who remarked, He opened the eyes of the blind man. Could he have not prevented this man's death? Still sighing, Jesus reached the tomb. It was a cave with a stone to close the opening. Jesus said, Take the stone away. Martha said to him, Lord, by now he will smell. This is the fourth day. Jesus replied, Have I not told you that if you believe, you will see the glory of God? So they took away the stone. Then Jesus lifted up his eyes and said, Father, I thank you for hearing my prayer. I knew indeed that you always hear me, but I speak for the sake of all these who stand round me, so that they may believe it was you who sent me. When he had said this, he cried in a loud voice, Lazarus, here, come out. The dead man came out, his feet and hands bound with bands of stuff and a cloth round his face. Jesus said to them, Unbind him, let him go free. Many of the Jews who had come to visit Mary and had seen what he did believed in him. The Gospel of the Lord. Praise to you, Lord Jesus Christ. Jesus wept. Many years ago, um, Mel Gibson released the film The Passion of the Christ, and it shows in harrowing, uh, moving and graphic detail, the last few hours of Jesus's suffering and death. It's a good film, a moving film. Yet the reaction of one of the people I went to see it with highlighted a possible problem with this film. The reaction was along the lines of, wow, Jesus went through so much. He couldn't have done all that and suffered like that if he wasn't God. Meaning the person had been given the impression that Jesus was some kind of superhuman with superhuman strength who endured with superpowers the suffering of the cross. The truth could not be further from this. Jesus is not superhuman. He is not pretending to be a man. Jesus is fully and totally human and yet also fully God at the same time. On this fifth week of Lent, we are given this powerful, moving account of the raising of Lazarus. And we are confronted with the humanity, the beautiful and powerful humanity of Jesus. Jesus knew who he was and what he was going to do. He knew that he was the resurrection and the life. He knew that Lazarus would be raised back to life. And yet we are told that he was in great distress and made a sigh that came straight from the heart and that Jesus wept. Jesus wept. 
the God-man burst into tears. He didn't swoop in like Superman with some glib phrase and tell people to, to stop crying because he was here coming to save the day. No, he came, met his friends and wept at the death of his friend, Lazarus, whom he was about to raise. Jesus is the resurrection and the life, but the moment he sees Mary and all the Judeans with her in tears, he too bursts into tears. Tears are good. Tears are necessary. Tears can be healing. Tears are human. In Jesus, God has a human face. Jesus shows that God can be known. Through his public ministry, Jesus demonstrated in powerful and tangible ways the presence of the kingdom of God, which was bursting through into people's lives. But this kingdom, this transforming power of God was made manifest in and through the very humanity of Jesus. Now, we can at times be challenged to think, where is God? What is God doing? Especially now at this moment when everything seems so strange, so different, so bleak. Well, God is where he has always been. God dwells amongst us in the person of Jesus Christ. God comes close to us in Jesus. God shares our human condition in Jesus. In Jesus, God weeps with us and for us. In Jesus, God suffers with us and for us. In Jesus, God has entered our world. God has entered our lives. In Jesus, God has united himself in some way to the whole of creation. He is not distant. He is not far. He is not asleep. God is with us, sharing our condition. What is more, all of us who have been baptised are members of Christ's mystical body. We are brothers and sisters in Christ and Jesus continues to manifest his presence and his mission in and through us, the human members of his body. Where is God? We might cry out. Well, he is present in Jesus Christ, who is within our homes, who is at work, who is with our families, who is, in our hosp who is uh, at the side of our hospital, hospital beds who's at the funeral home. Jesus is with us. We might not always be particularly present to him, but Jesus is present to us. Jesus wept. Jesus is compassionate and loving and shares in our lot. He knocks on the door of our hearts even now and asks us to let him in. So let us let him in. Let us let the resurrection and the life into our lives because we need him and we need him perhaps now even more than ever. We must speak to Jesus in our hearts, learn to listen, to hear his voice in the scriptures and recognise his divine presence with us. 
Jesus is the resurrection and the life. Jesus is the same yesterday, today and tomorrow and forever. Jesus hasn't changed. So let us run to him. Let us allow ourselves to be embraced by him. Let us learn how to rest in him, to weep with him, to die with him and to rise with him in glory. Now, today is a unique day, a special day in the history of the Catholic Church in England. Today, the Catholic Church in England rededicates this country of England to Mary as her dowry. And I shall lead these prayers after Mass. Now, the first dedication was made by King Richard II in Westminster Abbey as he sought the protection of Our Lady in the face of great political turmoil. At this point, England received this special title, Mary's Dowry, meaning that England was set aside as a gift, a, a dowry, if you will, for Our Lady under her guidance and her protection. Now we find ourselves today in a time of great turmoil and it is right and fitting that we renew this dedication and seek Mary's guidance and protection. This might seem a little odd after all that we've been saying that Jesus is everything. So why not just dedicate ourselves to Jesus? Well, the answer is that we do. We are dedicating ourselves to Jesus, always Jesus, but we can and should go through Mary. Mary is Jesus's mother and the perfect disciple of her son because she fulfilled the will of God completely in her life. All who have died in Christ are not dead, but are still alive. And Mary, above all the saints, is still alive in Christ. Mary is still Christ's mother. And because we are baptised into Christ, because we are brothers and sisters, she is our mother too. Mary always points us towards her son. She looks out for her children, protects her children as any good mother does. And she instructs us with all her heart, just as she did at Cana, to do whatever he tells you. We do not worship Mary, but we do honour her. We venerate her, we love her and we ask for her prayers. Christ's humanity came through Mary. His DNA, his compassion, his emotions came from his mother. Venerating Mary reminds us that Jesus is not some kind of super being or demigod who just pretends to be human. Christ was and is fully human and fully divine. Mary's humanity is glorified now by her son's divinity. And we pray too that one day our own humanity will share in the same glory in heaven. As we rededicate our country and ourselves to Mary today, we are moved to know her son more and more, to live more perfectly for him and to share evermore in the divinity of him who humbled himself to share our humanity. Amen. Thank you for listening to my homily podcast. For more information about the Catholic Parish of Brandon and Mildenhall in the UK, then please visit our website at stthomas-stjohnparish.com. That's stthomas-stjohnparish.com. 
Alternatively, check out our Facebook page at facebook.com forward slash BMRC Parish. To follow me on social media, go to my Twitter handle at Father Luke G. That's F-R Luke G. If you'd like to read pastoral and theological reflections, then check out my blog at fatherlukegoymore.com. That's F-R Lukegoymore.com. Hope this podcast has been of some use to you and helps to nourish you in your journey of faith. God bless you.